I V M. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Tech Careers in the New, the new podcast series presented by Accenture. I'm your host Shiladitya Mukhopadhyay. In this podcast series, we'll get you the latest and greatest in the world of technology that's shaping the future of business as we know it. We're talking intelligent platforms, cloud, AI, blockchain, extended reality, and a whole lot more. Every fortnight on Wednesdays, we'll have for you a hot topic with expert speakers from Accenture talking about top trends in the space, how these are changing the world and creating growth across industries. And more importantly, we'll tell you how you can learn more, build your skills and expertise to grow and stay relevant in your career. So this week on the show we are discussing SAP. Now before we get into the conversation, what exactly is SAP? SAP actually stands for Systems, Applications and Products in Data Processing. Now the acronym today is actually widely known in the business world but this company actually started out with something which was a whole different thing way back when the system of sap consists of a number of fully integrated modules which cover almost every aspect of business management today we will be discussing the power of sap and of course the accenture collaboration how accenture became the first partner to effectively work end to end on sap and collaborating with them at an unprecedented level from development through delivery to fully unlock the potential of what sap provides and a lot more to explain this of course we have our experts from the field of sap varsha shrikande the managing director at the advanced technology centers and kamal babulani managing director sap practice lead at accenture Okay, welcome to the show and thank you so much for being here. Kamal, Varsha, how's it going? Great. Pleasure is all ours. Thank you. Thank you so Happy much for here. taking the time. Uh, thank you Kamal for making the trip to Bombay for this recording. Uh, we've been uh, doing all our shows at uh, right underneath your office uh, in the building, but for this uh, I'm glad that you could come over to It's our side. It's a good change as well, you know, look uh, going around in Mumbai on Mumbai streets. That's yeah. uh, that's really a different experience from uh, coming from bangalore aha uh-huh. less traffic more traffic um <laughs> the same <laughs> i think no not the same actually because uh, yesterday night the traffic was very low so uh-huh. i remember reaching my hotel in 15 minutes wow and in the morning as well from uh, hotel to our office in um, vikroli uh-huh. it took me what half an hour 35 minutes but yeah when when we were coming to the studio Uh, that was that bit was of a, a bit nightmare, of a... but but coming from Bangalore, I would actually, yeah, it's 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 fine. It's great. okay. <laughs> great, great to hear that. But thank you so much for making the trip. And of course, if you could maybe, uh, you know, for our listeners, uh, give us a little introduction of yourself, uh, the role you have here uh, at Accenture, and uh, you know, I would request both of you to do the same. So. Um, I lead the SAP practice for ADCI, which is uh, Advanced Technology Centers, and based out of Amman, I'm based out of Bangalore. I also look after India business. So I'm the SAP practice lead for for IDB, which is the India business domestic. Mm-hmm. I joined Accenture around a year back, uh, a year plus few months, and prior to that, I was in the UK. In '98, '99, you know, coming from domain company, I was a logistics expert, so marketing and uh, and procurement, mm-hmm. and that's when my boss decided that I need to 
shift into SAP. Mm-hmm. At that time, it was called SAP. Yeah. No one, no one used to call it SAP. And he suggested that I be the uh, the conduit between the implementation partners and the business. Mm-hmm. And uh, I delivered the project. Uh, I was part of the team which delivered the project. And since then, uh, I've not looked back. I moved to UK in '98, '99. Did a lot of program management, delivery, practice work, sales, pre-sales, and uh, yeah, finally back in India a year and few months back. So good wow. to be here. Great. Uh, I do want to hear more about that. Varsha, what about yourself? Yeah, sure. So in my current role, yeah. I have been working with uh, Kamal. And as we understand SAP as a practice in Accenture, we have different areas. I am responsible for a couple of products like S4 HANA is one of them. SAP data is yet another. And in terms of the way we serve our clients, uh, there are a number of process areas. So I am responsible for finance, supply chain, as well as sourcing and procurement. So that's in my current role. Um, I basically belong to finance fraternity as professionally qualified accountant. Oh. And last three decades, I have been earning my livelihood from that area. <laughs> and um, my uh, shift to ERP um, was some couple of decades ago, right? Mm-hmm. So last two decades, I have been in SAP as an ERP package. But before that, when I was working in Mahindra and Mahindra way back in 90s, that those were like early days of ERPs in India right. also. Not mm-hmm. very many companies had gone in for ERP implementations. And I was part of ERP select exercise then for uh, Mahindra and Mahindra, specifically in finance area. So I bring a lot of finance domain expertise and knowledge and that was my role then and uh, ever since then of course that was not SAP then Mm -hmm. it was uh, a different package called uh, uh, AS400 based MAPIX okay but ever since then I have not uh, looked back in terms of other world of finance it is just the ERP world and I have been having these experiences uh, in transformation of client business on finance side or supply chain side or sourcing procurement side. Wow. Yeah. Wow. In fact, that's a good, uh, you know, understanding for me to actually jump into asking the next question, which is more about what has uh, the story for ERP and SAP specifically been? Of course, I think with Accenture also, the practice has been around for a long time. So could you give us a, a little background on that? What what the platform is, the actual work done in Accenture, the kind of various programs that you have, uh, and of course, the next wave of this journey? Okay, so let's talk about the history of SAP. You know, it started, the company started way back in 70s, early 70s, when mainframe was ruling the roost. And supposedly that time, way back in 70s, SAP claimed that they had this real-time system. Mm-hmm. Now, you may laugh wow. about it today, but, but then way back, it was it was really an innovative idea and an innovative uh, software package as well. And... Uh, they actually launched the product for a manufacturing, chemical manufacturing company looking after their planning process. Mm-hmm. And uh, over years, they moved to logistics, then they moved to finance as well. And in 80s, they launched something called R2, which is the release 2, the release 2 version. So they came out with more modules and had the two-tier architecture. Yeah. But I think the, the change in SAP history happened when R3 was released. Uh, early 90s, I would say late 80s, they came up with three-tier architecture. They brought the software package to the desktops. 
rather than mainframes, they brought the power of computing on the desktops. Yeah. I think that was the significant change which SAP brought in in terms of R3. And that was way back in 90s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. 2000, era of internet, as you know. Right. How do we use the power? How do we take the SAP to web? Yeah. And also, I think during the process, they also launched NetWeaver, which was all about connecting SAP with non-SAP world. Mm-hmm. And, wow. and, and then uh, the latest addition being uh, S4HANA, which is in-memory yeah. computing, yeah. which is uh, perhaps the fastest database uh, and very, very uh, effective. And uh, I think that's, that's, that's perhaps... Yeah. Uh, and I also think that's very dramatic and intense in terms of not that in-memory computing database was SAP's child, bring child alone. It was mm-hmm. Oracle was the one who brought it first, actually speaking. Mm-hmm. However, these guys, SAP was very adventurous in terms of... Uh, Leveraging that database not only for analytical kind of a stuff or applications, but dropping the entire ERP platform. So that's what the S4 HANA is all about. Dropping the entire ERP platform on that uh, database, in-memory computing database, which is so fast, which is like yeah. factor of thousand times, etc. Yeah. And because of that, a lot of innovative use cases emerged out of that. What do you think, Kamal? I think I agree, that is... Agreed. I think this decade has all been about HANA speed and also cloud computing. Yes. Uh, SAP has recently, in this decade particularly, bought a lot of companies, if I talk about Calidus, Qualtrics, then you have SuccessFactors, Ariba. All these are yeah. cloud solutions. So clearly, they've taken the the platform to the next level. How do they leverage cloud and 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 on-prem uh, uh, solutions? So yeah, so it's it's done a. It's been fantastic. a massive it's, evolution of, exactly, the, of yes. the platform. And I I think so. And Kamal, I also think that last five years, uh, whatever SAP brought to the table was more intense, more dramatic in terms of, as you said, cloud. And they knew that they are not a company which is like, you know, born on internet. Mm. They are not Amazons of the world or Googles of the world. They knew that and that's why they started acquiring on one hand. They also started forging alliances. So they are not, uh, you know, data company in that sense or they are not the cloud company. They don't own any data storage, etc. So they partnered with Amazon Google for that matter, IBM for private cloud. So they forged those alliances to strengthen they, those capabilities as well on yeah. one hand. Uh, the database, that's, that's HANA, that's given. User experience and customer experience. Again, very dramatic um, improvement uh, there. Uh, that's very impressive uh, because now they are able to address not only all sort of business processes, but also all sort of industries. They have 25, of course, industry was always their sweet spot and mm-hmm. they have been having these solutions last five decades. They have been nurturing these industry solutions like oil upstream, downstream, retail, uh, CPG, you name it, they have it. Correct. That was always the spe- sweet spot. But on the technology side, the cloud and uh, latest things like blockchain, <coughs> Um, um, AI, email, and not only that, people just talk about quantum. Mm-hmm. These guys, SAP is already on to quantum oh, wow. as well. So that's that's massive, right? Wow. Yeah, that's been a huge evolution in a very short time, I would say, again. And maybe right. uh, a lot of the rest of the world has contributed to this, as you said. It's just the time we are in where software is evolving so fast. Uh, what would you say is the you know, primary uh, sort of role 
which a team like uh, your teams here at Accenture or, or the uh, you know the overall practice plays uh, because again the SAP as a company as a platform is so diverse what are the kind of uh, projects that uh, you th- could tell us about in terms of what the practice actually entails here since SAP you know or whilst SAP was evolving evolving so were the organizations right okay the maturity level of organizations was going higher as well if you see the m- metabolism of the organization has also increased multifold mm-hmm. yeah the metabolism of businesses if i may say they are more thinking about how the organization are going to be more agile more intelligent more integrated right okay and that's where we come in we probably engage with customer uh, draw up their roadmaps about it what is the maturity level of business processes where are their it systems the entire analysis be it their uh, f- business footprint functional footprint technical footprint you know, we study them we analyze them we get intimate about their business processes and then we suggest okay this is going to be the roadmap perhaps this would be the best roadmap for you mm-hmm. and we not only leave it there we we draw up the business case we draw up the benefits and then realize it and then run that perhaps in some of the cases we run their processes as well so that's the entire uh, i would say the portfolio of work which we do as accenture sap sap practice one very important thing is how we partner with sap and how we bring that partnership as a value add uh, proposition for our clients is also very interesting it's very exclusive also mm-hmm. uh, so there are number of si vendors right who are working right. with sap directly and we have that uh, prime slot if i say so prime slot in terms of partnering we call it formula 1 or f1 as a partnership and that is a multifold kind of a partnership it is not only just about developing the core product but it is also about developing industry based solutions and those are essentially cloud based right now we are involved in um, upstream oil um, solution bringing all the experience of three decades of accenture because accenture is very known in terms of uh, um, the richness of the business processes on the oil side and mm-hmm. so is also the case with retail and fmcg mm-hmm. so we are bringing it all together and that is getting converged with sap's technology knowledge and then we are developing them to um, sort of come up with these uh, new solutions innovative solutions and precisely for certain kind of industries you know name industries that's our partnership there it's also interesting every year they release a um, um, major product for s4 hana just to name right. um, a product there and um, every week there are apis for you know connecting the ecosystem etc so the beta testing has to happen right so right. we are partnering with Even them there. in that okay. area also so in terms of how good the product is are there any bugs or they roll in our suggestions in terms of okay what kind of improvement is required there so that is second kind of a thing third is um, we call it value partnership in terms of actual implementation also there are certain types of implementation we walk with them right we sort of you know on the field we are together mm-hmm. so and we all bring that so this is to the advantage of our final clients also so that of is course. what we bring for the clients right of course of course in fact being such a top tier partner means uh, i would if i could say that there's a lot of co creation oh yes happening so yes. if you see we have a 360 degree relationship with sap we are their customer Yep. Yeah. We are the partner implementation partner. We are the vendor as well because we help them build the core S4. 
And we are also doing innovation with them. So right. it completes the circle. All four aspects are covered uh, in the relationship which we have with SAP. Wow. Right. This this must have in all these uh, all this time this must have actually yielded in some very interesting customer uh, you know implementations. Could you uh, share some examples maybe a, f- a case studies from the field you know of what exactly you could achieve for your customers together. Okay, let me talk to you about a recent win. Well, not so recent. We actually had a kickoff only yesterday. So wow. uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So this is one of the India's uh, FMCG major. Mhm. And uh, we started having a discussion with them a year back, exactly a year back, sometime August, September last year. And they were SAP customers, uh, but the older version of SAP. Mm-hmm. And they still had non-SAP systems. And they were struggling to optimize their usage of SAP. So they were struggling to even measure their KPIs, the business KPIs. Oh. There was that, that was not in place. So what we did, we went with, went to them. We drew up their IT strategy first. Okay, let's first of all get intimate with you. Let's understand what processes are you running, what you are not running on SAP. So we did that. We did that measure and came up with the strategy, and then we identified the business KPIs, perhaps, or I would I would put uh, other way around the benefits which which they will get, provided they implement SAP. So the focus was more around automation, mm-hmm. more around innovation. and also standardizing the entire footprint and in fact as i mentioned yesterday we had a kickoff we are starting the project there clear example of uh, how we work with customers and what sort of practice we bring forward uh, to help customers take the transformation journey wow right and indeed shiladitya it is very exciting to work with a company which is like very indian indian global uh, you can say but it is like 100 year old company right. but how do we assure them into these new practices and technically very advanced stuff like rpa and ai and ml based and kpi based how do they you know step into this new world it is very exciting i'll share couple of uh, examples and is again very recent uh, second october i know the date because it, that was holiday as well so i received that email um one of uh, the largest uh, cosmetic retailers and manufacturing company in japan and the cfo rights okay so mm-hmm. cfo rights about uh, so it was a big win um and uh, cfo rights about why they decided to award the contract to accenture and he called out the differentiator it is not accenture uh, which is talking about those differentiators so he he says that okay the ability to drive global implementation is exceptional mm-hmm. okay so of course he is comparing with our counterparts etc then uh, we have something called my concerto that's a platform that's asset uh, based and digital end to end delivery as well as uh, Uh, the real platform for driving our implementations also okay. so that is the second um, uh, differentiator that he called of course talent and uh, we really are very proud about uh, our talent and talent transformation to the new when we are talking about sap in the new and clients also into the new right. we have to think about talent transformation so that is also uh, a big differentiator he calls out and this is about just one type of retailer so till now in last um, so many years uh, we have served at least uh, 20 retailers right and in the new when i talk about sap in the new in last 5 years alone about 
11 or 12 retail, large retail clients we have served with the new SAP technology. But then there are nuances. What we bring to the table, those nuances we capture and harvest from every sort of client. So there are some uh, retailers which are like grocers, okay, grocery retail. Right. Some are in cosmetics, some are in jewelry, some are like very large companies and multi country uh, retail outlets. They are right. They're everywhere, Fortune 100. All of these, by the way, are Fortune 100 companies. But the thing is, we can harvest from all of them and then develop not only based on maybe the next practices for retailer about anything. I mean, if I talk about finance, the retail finance or the brand level profitability and stuff like that, we all bring that together. And that is how we help them transform their businesses and come up with the next uh, set of business models. That's, that's yeah. like, like the best practices for the exactly. next implementation. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. See, to. as I mentioned, the customers have been matured over a period of time. They don't only look for price or probably your experience in delivering. They also look for whether you are bringing innovation they are also looking after how you take care of your employees, how you're nurturing talent, how do you sustain them? Because at the end of the day, it's all about talent nurturing right. and people, people deliver these programs, these transformation journeys. Uh, uh, so that's what it, it takes a lot and customer understands that. And that's what we are working towards, you know, how to make that experience, how to bring that experience, how do, I, how do, how do we make their entire journey less painful? Right. It's going to be painful for sure because there are ups and downs in in in, in uh, driving that transformation program. But less painful is the key word. Wow! So, in fact, uh, to take off from that, you mentioned that people are such an important part of uh, this whole uh, implementation and projects like the ones uh, you and your team are doing are oftentimes long drawn, very nuanced. There's a lot of domain knowledge maybe which you, you know, over the years you bring to the table and you have best practices which have evolved. What kind of team do you have today and what kind of team do you look uh, forward to having more of uh, to sort of best tackle these uh, sort of current projects? Not just now, but also looking ahead. Like the, there will be more releases. There'll be a, a future product as well. So could you tell us a little bit about what's coming up and what kind of people uh, you're looking to have on, on your side? I think I'm very passionate about this whole team building as well as talent building and skill building. And uh, really what kind of uh, attributes we look uh, forward to to form these teams. It's not just about now technical skills. Mm -hmm. Honestly speaking, I'll uh, loosely describe them. People who are very enthusiastic and passionate about technology and learning continuously. Because uh, as Kamal was explaining, the businesses are evolving. And in, in fact, there are revolutions on certain uh, aspects also. It's not just slow evolution. Mm -hmm. And SAP as a technology also has been changing drastically, right? It is again. So you have to keep pace, not only keep pace, but uh, you know, be the front runner in terms of knowing how to configure things, how to solution things, how to bring that value, how to be imaginative, how that white canvas, white canvas is there and how to color it with the pallor of color, colors. So you need that energy, that passion. So these are the things that I look uh, um, at my team members. Uh, but then I'll take a couple of examples. For example, so in SAP, as I say that it is all about business processes and process level transformation. Talking about finance as an example, 
so of course you need finance experts but we don't really in accenture we really don't worry about having technical knowledge of sap finance as such mm-hmm. we go to institutes like chartered accountants or cost accountants which are like established institutes over here in india right, right? last more than 60 years and they know nothing about erp for let alone sap they know nothing about erp right, right? so we assure them in the world of erp and technology and then we mentor them of course is very institutionalized program last 10 years i have been doing it so it's very institutionalized and then they know about because their finance domain knowledge that they have been learning for 5 years 7 years is more important rather than right. just the technology part of it that's right. what we believe in right. right what is really changing in finance okay and, and these things are more important globally also the international fin- yeah. ex- exactly international finance reporting and all of those things are more important. so we uh, mentor these people into erp then sap then business processes then they start working with clients and then they bring value so that's one aspect okay people from not knowing sap at all to sap that kind of uh, journey career journey or mm-hmm. you know people but then on the technology side of it technology is like the language of abap or machine learning and ai so now those things are also changing rapidly so we right. have about 23000 people or practitioners sap practitioners over here in india so we wow. continuously also um have programs and continuously also have that target of how do we rotate these 23000 people to the new sap like it is not just about abap as one language but the technical person then has to have composite skills it is also about um, allow me to be uh, you know get into little bit of technicalities so um, it's not just abap as language but then object oriented abap ui5 right machine learning a little bit about uh, new languages on the ml side what's happening in google or um, uh, what is interesting is not that everything right from scratch you need to build here but you need to be very aware about the ecosystem technology ecosystem that is available and how to leverage that for example there is a good set of api network available within sap also from google you can use you are free to use google tensorflow for example yeah. but you just need to find out you need to know how to find out uh, you know the different apis and services and services from twitter for that matter or facebook for that matter so that is required on the technical side of the mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. right very interesting no, i agree yeah. yes i agree see 5 years back if you would have asked this question we required two skills functional and technical yeah. that's about it <laughs> technical technical was limited to abap Right. perhaps middleware as well but to larger extent it was functional and technical but now if you see the the lines between the roles are blurred uh, a lot of changes happening externally within sap outside sap so amazons of the world or microsofts of the world bringing in innovation so now we rely on a larger ecosystem mm-hmm. a decade back i never thought we will have microsoft people in sap's project exactly yeah yes but now in order to survive you have to yes so that's the change which is happening so the lines are blurred so yeah. you really can't go with a traditional approach that i require a functional and a technical stream wow But, so yeah so that's the significant change which has brought in in terms of uh, people skill and going forward also that what you're saying uh, that means is anyone today uh, with of course the knack for technology and of, and with uh, 
backgrounds across various businesses or various technology roles could actually evolve into part of this SAP uh, practice team at Accenture. Yes, in fact, if I uh, uh, the lab which we have, the SAP Innovation Hub, if I may call that, um, we don't have many SAP consultants. Mm-hmm. Oh, previous the, SAP consultants. No, no, no. In fact, we don't have a lot of SAP knowledge within that team. It's all about innovation. Wow. Right. You ask them to come up with new ideas, models, and they're going to deliver it with integra- integrated with SAP, back in SAP. Yeah. And that's what the world is moving towards. How do we make an, an, an organization more intelligent, more connected? Yeah. That's what it is all about. And that's what, uh, you know, the changes happen. And that has opened so many streams within, within SAP practice. Is it because, of course, the platform itself has evolved? You've mentioned how it's become an interweaving of so many technologies, so many other services, external services. Uh, going forward, uh, is this more about, you know, the machine, the ERP, the software will do what it has to do, but it's all in the uh, skills of who is actually implementing it or their, how big their vision is? Exactly. See, yeah. technology is just, a, I would say, a tool. To enable things in an organization. Yes. But the thinking needs to be done. The use cases which you need to turn around, the business challenges which you need to mitigate, that needs a solution. Right. Technology is just an enabler. I agree. And Shiladitya, uh, you really touch on very nice point, very important point as well. This is also because SAP itself has been changing. Right. It has become a lot of... Like open, of, right? Yeah. It's open. So there, there were days like um, Philips once upon a time, two decades ago, they, they had a program, SAP Unless. So they would use SAP and SAP alone for all sort of, for supply chain, for CX experience and whatever, our finance. But now SAP is very open in terms of, okay, they can work with multiple other solutions, spot solutions for spot problems. They are open to integrate with uh, Google Sheets or for that matter, Twitter tweets. Mm-hmm. They, they are perfectly fine. And because of this open innovation culture and open ecosystem of technology as well, the talent also then has to tune in for that. And that is how they can bring in innovation for our uh, clients as well. And I think a couple of weeks back, we hosted a client uh, who are into sports shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, a very large global company. into sport. And then we, we actually were showing them and they were there for uh, finding out data lake solution, strategy for their data lake solution and Azure, that was the topic. Mm-hmm. But um, by the way, we also showed them very interesting innovation which we had integrated from our Indian, that was an Indian startup and that is our open innovation culture and how it integrates. It was about fitting a shoe for a for your particular, you know, foot. Right. You know, how do you, and right. then it's a simulated thing right. about a fitting a shoe. And well, it's I very, need to take that because for some reason I never get the right shoe size. <laughs> oh, is it? So you should try that. I, I won't take the names of the ecosystem partner also, but it is a lot more. And what I'm saying is SAP has become a lot more open and that's right. why our talent also is a lot more. There are a lot of choices in terms right. of, you know, nurturing the talent and skill. Right. Yeah. Wow. So that I mean that means even you might also be a startup founder today who's who can actually build into the SAP ecosystem and also become a part of your team or part of projects yes, that, absolutely. that you yeah, all work we do on. that in fact. Yes. Yeah. Wow. 
that's that's really great i mean thank you so much uh, for sharing so much about you know what uh, what lies in store for those who are looking at of course careers in this space and of course the new sap uh, that is already here and that will only keep evolving uh, it really opens up the, an idea about what this ecosystem is all about oh, and yes, the kind yes. of work uh, that's going on here and i think sap is the right platform did you know that 77% of transactions global transactions runs on sap wow that's a that's a massive exactly yeah. exactly and 2.7 trillion dollars of trade happens in ariba which is some of ebay amazon <laughs> i think and alibaba put together <laughs> yes so that's the power of sap so it's exciting time exciting world out there wow that's a that's a lot to lot to think about and i'm Just sure if you want to end it with a sweet note 75% yeah. of the chocolates you know are manufactured or going through the sap oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. a that's yeah. a very interesting stat okay yeah. yeah that i mean i mean we could probably say the similar stats about <laughs> shoes or retail or yeah, yeah, yeah that, right? 70% of oil companies yeah. company. the petrol 70% runs on sap there yeah. you go so that's a that's massive and yeah, uh, and even today uh, and going forward that number is going to be uh, all the more uh, growing so i'm yeah. sure uh, whoever's listening i mean i'm pretty sure you already have interacted with uh, sap in some way or form probably invisible in your life when you've bought a chocolate yeah, or, yeah. Or, <laughs> or or go to the detail or, shop go to any or uh, fill fuel in your yeah, car so exactly. pretty yeah. much uh, i think that's that's how large and how uh you know expansive the ecosystem is uh thank you so much for sharing this with us and with our listeners and i'm sure this will inspire a lot of folks to uh, think about tech careers in this new sap and uh, of course we'll be uh, telling them about where to uh, get in touch and reach out to uh, both of you and the team at large for taking this forward thank you so much thank you thank you Thank you so much Varsha Kamal this was a very informative conversation as a leading business partner i think accenture works with sap end to end from product innovation development and delivery and is truly revolutionizing the future of business we covered a lot today starting with the story of sap the kinds of projects the future of the alliance and accenture's role in all of this and of course the kind of talent required to make a career in this space I hope everyone had a great time listening in and a lot of people are inspired to take up a job in this space for their professional career. To everyone else listening in if you're excited about what we discussed here today and if you're interested in exploring careers with Accenture, check out the open positions at careers.accenture.com. On the next episode, we talk about 5G. Until then, I'm your host Shiladitya on Tech Careers in the New, the podcast series presented by Accenture. Remember the last vacation you took? What about the one you took 3 years ago? Okay, how much do you really remember? It's a question I've asked myself often over a decade of traveling the world. Hey, I'm Utsav and I do not travel the world for a living. I have a full-time job and responsibilities, but I have made traveling the world a priority. Priority enough that I negotiate extra leave in my job contracts, obsessively track my frequent flyer miles, and i'm willing to take off at the sight of a cheap ticket yes i am cheap i have lived and worked in three countries i understand human behavior for a living and these experiences have given me unique insights into places people and culture 
with over a decade of travel behind me i increasingly realized one thing that we cannot see everything so whatever we see we must see deeply because as the film of memory decays the imprints which will stand the test of time are the ones felt by the immersion of the senses not by fleeting encounters with them postcards from nowhere is an immersion into the world of slow travel one story at a time tune in every thursday on the ivm podcast app website or wherever you get your podcast from Hi my name is Anupam Gupta I'm B50 on Twitter I am the host of Paisa Paisa a show that talks money on my show I speak to experts from every field of money and finance from stock markets equities debt funds credit cards life insurance every possible area of money and finance that you can think of we even did an episode on cryptocurrency I've got fantastic guests from mutual funds to personal finance experts everywhere robo advisory startups just name it we've got it At Paisa Paisa, we help you make smart decisions about money. You work hard for money. Now make your money work hard for you. New episodes out every Monday, and you can listen to my show on the IVM Podcast app or any other podcasting app that you have.